Uh, what's up, dudes? What's up, dude? Uh, not much, dude. <laughs> How's everyone doing? I'm great. Good? Yeah, I'm, I got my birthday coming up, so I'm just going to chill with some friends this weekend. It's a good time. Nice. You love that? You love that? I'm, I'm stuffed on some Pizza Hut, so, I mean, who can't be happy right now? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm, I might pass out, but I'm, I'm good. I'm, I'm ready to go. Yeah, it's dinner of champions right there. <laughs> yep. Uh, Brain just got back from Denver. I did. Had a fun few days out there, checking out some places. Love the area, so I'll stay tuned on that. But uh, it's, uh, I mean, you can't beat the weather out there. It was like 65. It's like 7 degrees here right now, so <laughs> <laughs> not, um, not super happy to be back in that kind of weather but it's good to be uh stay humble you know so that's uh <laughs> it humbles you that's the key so very cool um speaking of uh pizza hut <laughs> we did a science experiment before the podcast tonight um i don't have a scale at my house so I, I i weigh myself when i'm over at garrett's and uh so I weighed myself before and after eating Pizza Hut, and uh, surprisingly, I gained 1.9 pounds. <laughs> That's significant. That is a significant amount. I, I don't trust it, and since I didn't trust it, I, test, I tested it again. Um, I tested it after I came downstairs, and I peed after the meal, and, and uh, I lost 1.2 pounds of body water. So that's wow. That's wild. There's a lot to unpack there. It yeah. might not be a very accurate scale. <laughs> <laughs> I think that you were so excited about the pizza that you generated 1.2 pounds of pee when you were when you were eating, and then yeah, you had to flush it out afterwards. That's that's my hypothesis. But yeah, I, I went I went to town. Speaking of eating, I went uh, on a date Saturday night with Vanessa. Just went out to dinner and uh, went to uh, Volstads. Oh, nice. Always a great time. Yeah. Um, we go to Lake and Irving. So that's a little place in Uptown. And I got a Lux burger. Mm-hmm. It's like a $20 burger. Like, it looked really good. I think it's the best burger I've had <laughs> in the city. Like, no, like it was phenomenal. Ooh. So, so is that right by Bryant Lake Pool? No, it's further down towards Calhoun. But it's okay. right off of Lake. Um, so if you, like, look across the street, that's where, like, that Jersey Mike's is on Lake. Yeah, okay. Before had it been. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. So that's a very descriptive thing. Um, But yeah. (laughs) The guests are going to appreciate those intense directions. That's exactly how they get there. So what kind (laughs) of burger? parking lot and back. Lake (laughs) Lake and Irving. Lake and Irving. (laughs) So what kind of burger are we talking? Are we talking like a a thin slice, you know, steak, you know, slider burger? Are we talking like a thick gourmet? Thick gourmet double cheeseburger. Okay. So like two patties. The cheese was very good. They had like truffle on it. Like it was, it was really good. This is the Lux Boot yeah. Burger, Bougie Burger. Okay. Yeah, like they have like a classic burger, and then they have this. Mm-hmm. And you okay. should get this. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> why you go there. <laughs> and they have gold leaf on the top of the bun. Um, and then they also had a amazing appetizer, which isn't gonna sound that amazing, but it's Korean fried cauliflower. Okay. Oh, okay. It tastes like you're eating like sesame chicken from a Chinese restaurant. Ooh. Yum. Like it's crunchy, you get the sesame, it's so good. And is it wet like the sesame? Yeah. yeah okay, yeah. 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 Oh, that's like saucy. That's amazing. Yeah, that sounds yeah. good. Um, we're filming right now at the same time that the Twin Credible podcast is filming. Yeah, our sister podcast. Our sister podcast. <laughs> uh, they got over 40 downloads on their first episode, <laughs> which far exceeds our personal best, I think. So far, Garrett. <laughs> We're becoming the brother podcast, or then becoming the sister podcast. <laughs> One episode is just huge. Yeah, <laughs> just blow up. They're going viral. Hey, you guys so that little brother podcast we had about fantasy football. <laughs> oh, those guys were weird. They definitely got to have Maya on the show sometime. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Oh, incredible. Yeah. So we're just sitting here. We're a little nervous. We're hoping that we can uh, pull up those uploads, but who knows? I think that the Twin Credible might even just run with it. So I think um, we're just gonna talk about what we ate for the last week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's how we're gonna get more popular. <laughs> we're, we're, doing, we're not doing. Any more fantasy football? We are shifting our focus. <laughs> we did some research, consumer research over the weekend. That's what the fans we want. A, we had a big heart to heart, and we decided that this is where we're taking it. Uh, so, get ready. Um, yeah, uh, Man- Manning Cast is on. Yes, it You're is. Manning Cast is back, dude. You wrote down these hosts. Pretty great. Yeah, David just... Letterman to start it off. 
it'd be pretty good. Oh yeah. Keep to leave. And dude, I think Joe Buck is gonna surprise. <laughs> dude, I, I think people are gonna like Joe Buck. Absolutely. He's got more charisma than like you think if you like actually having a conversation like, with him. Yeah, see him like off camera a little bit. Yeah. Um so I hope he just like roasts his Eli back and yeah. shit. <laughs> That guy's a wild card these days. Yeah, yeah, you never absolutely. know what you're going to get out of Joe Buck, which is uh, <laughs> crazy to say now. That should be a fun night of football. Yep. Uh, dude, fancy playoffs, guys. Let's wow was a, uh, Or playoff season for some. Yeah. I mean, some yeah. people still have another week. But uh, yeah, most leagues probably have next week. week. Yeah. Yeah, we got one more week. But even this, like the last week of the regular it's season. Important. Or it's go time. First week of the playoffs. Let's go. I made it. We made it here, and we can all enjoy fantasy playoffs with other leagues. Yeah, no, I don't normally feel this time. This time it's normal. I'm exact. I'm like, let's go. And right now, I'm kind of just like, oh yeah, playoff season. Yeah, I'm getting eliminated. But thankfully, I do got one league. I got something going in. But it's uh, it's uh, you know, it's that time of year where people's it's you start feeling that where some people are checking out and other people are just getting extra pumped. And yeah, um, I. I'm extra excited because we'll touch on it later, but I gotta tell you about Underdog. Oh yes, okay. Dude. Let's get into the best ball talk yeah. uh, eventually. Eventually, yes. <laughs> Towards yeah. the end of the podcast. <laughs> Towards the end of the <laughs> <laughs> we need Sneaky. more filler content. Yeah. Sneak preview. Um, but yeah. Um, uh, should we just get it out of the way? The Vikings. Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, honestly, I, this is when I have the most stamina. I can really just. And towards the end of the podcast, I started to get a little testy, you know, so it's like right now I'm feeling good, like let's just get it over with. Right <laughs> well, I, I mean, we all left last week's podcast being like, oh, we could totally lose this Absolutely. game. Absolutely. Like, we, we would not surprise us, and like, of course we would. And we lost. We don't, none of us predicted it, I don't think. You might have. I might have. But, but, but we were not going to be surprised, and, oh but they made it surprising. Yeah. You lost in a very surprising way. No NFL team should lose like that. It was so bad. Like, I, I couldn't even fathom. As a fan, I know that I could have coached a better defense that last drive. Dude, if Cam Dantzler just played the goal line and not the back line, we, we, we would have won. That's all he has to do is... Not step backwards into the end zone. The guy did a 10-yard slant, a 12-yard slant. He didn't, he didn't get the ball, like, on the money no. or, like, right on time. No. He just kind of sat down at the goal line, did a curl, catches it, game over. It was Zero coverage. Yeah. Yeah, just awful. It was crazy. It was After, just... they, they gave us the game. <laughs> yeah, they, they totally did. Us. <laughs> they did the most lies things they could do. Yeah. Your own 25... What a terrible call. You go for it. What What is that? You only do that if you expect us to get a field goal, and you can get a field goal back with the time that you have left. Yeah, right, but the field goal back would have still won them the game, I believe. Yeah, no. if we got a field goal. If we got a field goal. But we got a touchdown. We did get a touchdown. They, they needed a touchdown to answer, and... Yeah, I mean, it was it was interesting because I, I, you know, obviously, so I got off on the plane, and I'm off the plane, I'm looking, it's 20 to 6 at the half. Oh, yeah. And then I'm just like, oh, my gosh. So I checked out after that because I was, I was the first two hours I was just on the plane. But the last half, you know, I started peering in, and all of a sudden I see him like, oh, it's, I think, what was it, like 2317? We can never travel. I know. The other time this happened was the other Lions game. It's always the Lions. We're like, oh, we're flying. What is wrong with you? Both times you've been coming back from the airport during the game. We've had this, these crazy lion games. I don't I need this in my life. Oh my god, it was like deja vu. I was like, where's Garrett? Like, it, this time it was, I was solo on this, in this misery. But anyway, so I'm just like, you know, I'm just laughing and just driving home. Just yeah. like, you know, and I'm checked out. And I start seeing it, it's getting close. And then we're driving, we're doing all those great things. And then it gets to that final drive. And I fully expected that we were going to kick a field goal at that end spot. So yeah. I was super pumped when we, we, when we got that touchdown. Yeah. And I'm just like, okay, you know, this is we did we finally didn't do the field goal and it's what Zimmer wants. Like his final goal line stand, like he's it's his defense, it's his baby, like we're gonna we're gonna be okay. <laughs> and the beginning of the drive looked good, like we got him a third down. Um, I think it was third down, and we blitzed heavy. They hadn't and, converted to third down the entire day, and they, they did 
three or four yeah. on that drive or something. Yeah, but do you remember there, there was a key player, I think it was on third down, and we blitzed heavy, and it, it totally shook off, and I'm like, okay, we got this. And then they somehow converted on that, and then after that, we didn't blitz the whole rest of the I game. Know, we had one blitz on that we, final drive. We didn't, and it was a, and it worked. That yeah. one blitz, we like, had a, we had actually one blitz worked. We got sack. And so, I all of a sudden you just start noticing the defense was just. I mean, it was just so conservative. It was just let's not let, total prevent the whole way. It was like, it was just awful. They just. Yeah, it was just like we're not gonna let you beat us up top. We'll let you. They still had like over a minute. And they had all this time in the world to just throw underneath and get down the field and didn't generate any pressure on Goff, which that's his biggest weakness is him under pressure. Like, if he has time to throw, he can throw. It's you got to get pressure on him. So I was – I mean, it was just – I felt like we gave it away, even though obviously they had to earn it, but it was it was just terrible. I mean, it was just seemed completely incompetent. And this is the first time that I've actually been 100% on the we-need-a-new-head-coach train. I've been kind of like, okay – you know, there needs to be change, but there might be a way to make it work still with Zimmer. But now at this point, after seeing what happened there, I honestly, I don't know. I, I think I really am finally on the, we just needed, even though I believe that Mike Zimmer is a great head coach, I do think that he just, we need a change of scenery. He needs a change of scenery. Like this is just the, this is the time. I don't think he coaches again. I just want to point out, <clears throat> Zimmer is the only coach in the league that wants his defense on the field at the end of the game instead of his offense. Yeah, that's, that's just wild. That's a yeah. terrible mindset. That is true. He's too. Um, he acts like he's not in control of the offense, but then he influences it heavily. Like he influences it heavily. So I, I mean, I think he'd be a defensive coordinator before he goes back to head coach again. But I think he'll get another head coach gig if I, he decides to stay. But you know, stay. He's old. Coaching. He is. Yeah. I, 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 I read something about Zimmer. Um, it was a tweet. And I think it's very true, and I don't remember what it is. <laughs> awesome. Thanks for that. <laughs> <laughs> Not very helpful. <laughs> One of our listeners will know what you're talking about. Yes. <laughs> um. But I, you're, when, you, when you say that, though, I also wonder if people offer him a head coaching job, and he's the kind of guy that's very, you know, has a lot of pride, and I don't know if he'll accept anything less than a head coaching job. Oh. So, um I was saying was it's his uh, the best move he made all year was putting two unqualified coordinators next to him. Yes, <laughs> guaranteed. Yeah, oh, well, he's another excuse Can that you he's imagine safe. I saw too. Adam Zimmer or, or Clint Kubiak oh my God. being our head coach. No, absolutely season. no oh, chance. This is way worse. I'd rather, yes. have I'd rather have Zimmer. Zimmer. <laughs> the coordinators are so much worse. Right. Genius. We would look like idiots. Yeah. Yeah, if, if he allowed like an offensive coordinator to have influence and be have complete control over the offense and didn't, you know, just said you got this handled like he publicly makes it seem, then I think it would be okay. But he doesn't do that. I really think he heavily influences the scheme. Yeah. Um, anyways, we we'll see what happens. I still think he finishes out the season, but it definitely seemed like a coach's loss on this one. While obviously like half our defense was out, and we still, you know, Kirk was still playing conservative, and there were some rough times, but it just felt like a total system coaching failure. We should have won. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> we should have won. Seven point road And then we didn't. So, <laughs> so um, I think that's enough analysis here. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, but we can talk about next week. Yeah, I was gonna say. We, but we gotta say Justin. Night. We gotta throw out some Justin Jefferson, the one he, sole bright spot. He was the, the only the bright spot <laughs> for, the, from from the, for the start of the game to the end. One eighty and a touchdown. Oh, yeah. thirteen catches. Insanity. Just and he makes it look so easy. And he's, he's open every time. Yeah. He. I. He but he had to be with with Adam out. He that, did that, that injury. But like was... he turned it up, and like the defense could really double team him, and yeah. he's still always open. Yeah, always. He's solidifying himself as a I, top wide receiver. I, I think he has. I think he's a top five receiver in the NFL. Yeah, there's yeah. a reason he's like the most popular player in the NFL. And what is he? Twenty yeah. two. Yeah. That's crazy. That's my guy. That's crazy. Um, are we going to bounce back against Pittsburgh home this Thursday night? <laughs> Um, Pittsburgh just beat Baltimore. Right. I think that this is going to be a really low-scoring game. Oh. Really. Are you confident? Um, I'm not confident. Um, but I uh, that Steelers D is playing good. And I think that we're going to come out of a loss like that where we just, like, look terrible and just prime time game. 
not play well on offense. Oh yeah, prime time. Especially without Adam, without Dalvin, without Darisaw, probably. The line's been so bad too. Holy Udo is awful. He's still better than Rashad Hill. He's (laughs) probably, but I mean, he killed us on penalties, which he shouldn't have been called on either of his false starts. They do that on every snap. Ooh, Damian Harris to the house. Wow. Uh, He fumbled on the first drive. (laughs) That is not good. Shocking. He recovered his own fumble, though, so they they said you can stay in the game. (laughs) As long as you don't turn the ball. (laughs) He's trying to tank in a league, and that just ruined my tank. Damn it. (laughs) Damian Harris. That's accused me to win a dynasty against Justin. Shout out. (laughs) It's over. It's game. (laughs) Over. Watch Josh Allen. Yeah. Big stack just goes crazy. I I think low scoring... Um, we can probably win. Yeah, probably. I, I, ben Roethlisberger is really bad. Our cornerbacks are really bad. Our cornerbacks <laughs> are really bad. Is Patrick Peterson going to be out next week? I think Patrick Peterson is going to be out. I think we're going to be without Kendricks and Barr as well. This what? was a. This is what I wanted to ask because I think this injury report is really like what determines this game. I mean, it is Thursday night. Like it's right around the corner. Yeah, we need our defense back. That's the biggest thing. Like I think is, if we is Dalvin playing. No, probably not. No, not this week. The earliest. No, week. God, sorry, Tomlinson. Oh, I think he's been playing. Or is no, he, he, he came back this game. He, and he got hurt. He again. got hurt in the game. He's not on the injury report. I don't, yeah, I don't see him on the injury report. Nice, um, nice. Which is nice. And Pierce was back, right? Uh, Pierce, Pierce came back, back in the game. Yeah, yes. he played the whole game. Okay, but I mean, we need our linebackers, especially against Najee, um, because I don't think our line's going to do it with. Griffin out. Barr and Kendricks are both limited, so it's better than didn't practice. Guys, is it the first quarter? I'm sorry, I have something to interrupt. Okay. They, it's so damn windy. They went for two. Oh, wow. They wouldn't and even they, kick it. They wouldn't kick it. And they ran again and got it. So they're <laughs> up 8 0. <laughs> I've never seen a game where it's like this disadvantageous to kick the yeah. ball in the air. I, they're like, no, we're not going to do that. The punts are just line drives like a foot off the ground. <laughs> This is wild. Yeah, it's yes. like six zero, five eighteen left. Wow. Yeah, there's been a lot of hype going into this one, so hopefully it lives up to that classic like brutal weather but close game atmosphere. Patriots win that, I think, every time. I mean, they don't have Tim Brady anymore. They don't. <laughs> Timmy. But they have a quarterback that can throw short range and make smart decisions like him. Do you know another young quarterback who can throw and make smart decisions like that? Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson <laughs> outscored Kirk Cousins in fantasy in this fantasy, week. fantasy, yes. He's the superior quarterback. The rushing touchdown. Let's trade for him now. <laughs> we'll give him the running ability. We'll give him the... All right, all right. But, yeah. No. Zach Wilson, not good. <laughs> <laughs> the final word. <laughs> uh, what else happened in week 13? Um, Chargers had a big game against the Bengals. Yes. Scored 41. Burrow what, threw three picks. D- d- oh, yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, the dislocated pinky. pinky. They're throwing a lot, of, a lot of interceptions lately. Yeah, they dislocated pinky. Can be rough. But um, T. Higgins heating up. T. Higgins is now Jamar Chase. I think that I they are giving so much attention to Jamar Chase that T. Higgins is out here just like finally playing well. His touchdown catch this week was like was money. incredible He's catch. This guy just 11 feet up, just yeah. grabbed it, no problem. That's amazing. And I. Um, you know, obviously he's probably getting a little healthier too. He's starting to feel a little better. He's in a yep. groove. Um, I know that they were saying Chase had a deep bomb that he should have caught. Mm. He, oh, and then ended up being an interception. Yeah, yes, a touchdown. wild pl- touchdown. Yes. yes, if you catch that ball on the money, you're gone. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh! Um, yeah, it was like stolen away. Said, he like, yeah, it tipped off of him. Yeah, and then when he was going to re-catch it again, it got ripped. So gotcha. the guy caught it with him. Yeah, it was kind of crazy. Um, but Chargers looking good. Keenan Allen had two touchdowns. Yeah, he started out super hot, two touchdowns in the first half. And now he's on the COVID IR. I know, dude. And I, that's one of my key guys. I know what it was. <laughs> like dude, who's playing good year. right now, though? Jalen Waddell and Javante Williams. Man. They are absolutely <laughs> killing it. And it's not fair. <laughs> yeah, they are both like <laughs> really good right now. Yeah. Yeah. 
wow. <laughs> and this is just an example why you can never, even no matter, whenever you have a take about a trade, it can always yeah, flip on you it can, I, at, at any time. I just want both of those two to have monster week 17s to save Mitch from not getting last. Yeah, and, and, and the league winning move for him is <laughs> trading Christian McCaffrey. That's, that's what Mitch, saved his ass. Yeah. Mitch wrecked me this week. Yeah, you did. You did. Yeah. <laughs> I think the prophecy. You guys, the prophecy is coming true. No, I was so close to coming but true. He's not even starting Adam because Waddle's that good. And that was the smart move this right. week. Right, really smart with Adam getting hurt on the first catch of the game. Yeah, but yeah, dude, wild. I, if if uh, Mitch unleashes this power in like a normal uh, winning season where he makes the playoffs and then he just gets really good as the week goes on. It's just like a like a logarithmic curve where like it hovers for so long and then just quickly skyrockets yeah. at the end of the season. All of his players' value, every single player of it, is just like at peak. <laughs> I big actually want to pull up that roster while we do this. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, um, other than that, Mike Williams might be back. Maybe, probably not. Um, hey, did he get hurt? I don't, I don't think, think so. He was in Mike Williams. I think Mike was in there. Okay, so he will be back. I'm saying like in. Top receiver talent. Like oh, yeah, yeah. comfortable starting him after two big weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, he put up over 100 yards. I mean, he's yeah, 120 yards or something. Yeah, mm-hmm. maybe he's, because uh, I know he was banged up for a while. Maybe he's just starting to get a little less banged up and feeling a little better and it's picking up. But, yeah, because the Chargers, I mean, you were kind of worried about that offense for a while, so it was kind of good to see them have a big day. Yeah, they're kind of unleashed. Yeah, definitely. Um, Dolphins over Panthers. Not really that relevant, but the Dolphins have won four straight. They're, they're playing pretty good. Brian Flores is a good coach. I, I think Brian Flores is a good coach, but I mean they had that terrible start to the season, like yeah. two and five. But two is playing better. I yeah, don't know. I mean they're playing like like Mike Zimmer football. <laughs> like when Mike Zimmer first became the Vikings coach, it's kind of like Brian Flores, where like the team is under the radar, but they're good and they might make the playoffs. Yeah, I mean. Well, I feel like it's really that connection with Waddle and Tua that's been driving their offense. Ever since Waddle's got going, they've been figuring it out, and they haven't even had a good run game during this time. Like, Gaskin right. hasn't done much of anything, and they're just, like, using Waddle as the driver of the offense, and now Devontae Parker's back, too, and they look good. Yeah, so here's uh, here's Mitch's team. Justin Herbert, obviously playing pretty well right now. Antonio Gibson, yeah, playing well right now. He's trending up. Uh, Javante Williams. Obviously, huge week. Got all the carries. Chris Godwin, Jamar Chase. Neither one of those guys are amazing right now. Godwin had a huge week. Yeah, a massive week. Yeah. Um, Mark Andrews, Jalen Waddle, and yeah, I mean that's pretty solid lineup. Absolutely. Yeah, he got Hunter Renfro on his bench. Adam Thielen. <laughs> Dude, I, I feel comfortable starting Hunter Renfro every week. Truly, yeah. he's got five like he's, easy he's, flex wide receivers. He's, a, or he's a good. He's a good wide receiver. Not for real. Yeah, he's he's sneaky stats. athletic. The first in, last out kind He's of guy. The pill guy. <laughs> yeah, real grinder. <laughs> <laughs> well, you just see too. Um, Carr seems to have even more hyper focused on Renfro, and they've been seems like they've been using them more since Rugs went out. I don't know. It hasn't really translated to going to anyone else more like Brian Edwards or any of those guys. It no, Hunter Renfro's like taking those targets and all with them. Yeah. Um, just random wide receiver. How do you guys feel about Elijah Moore? Uh, pretty damn good right now. Insane. He's I the alpha in that offense. It's insane. I read something. Corey where, Davis is out for the season. Out for the season. Yep. yep. And I've read something where he's been something like the wide receiver four in the last three five, weeks. Yeah, three weeks. four weeks or something. I forgot how many weeks it was. Yeah. But he's been on a tear. And it just kind of came out of nowhere with constantly changing quarterbacks, too. It's just crazy. I mean, he's, yeah, he's the real deal. He's coming on hot. I mean, that excites me because of all the injuries that I've faced, but I still have a young rookie. My my fantasy team's name this year was Mahomes and a bunch of rookies. And these rookies are popping and off, the rookies man. are popping off. I've got Devonta Smith, too, who had just another stinker. But, like, he's he's yeah. like on a roller coaster of either really 16 or 2 yeah. or 18 or 1.6. And he's shown he's a good wide receiver. It's just the situation. Minshew um, Mania. Back, yeah, dude. Gardner Minshew, grab the mustaches, man. boys. It just makes you think. God, so I love much. Gardner Minshew. Yeah, he's so likable. It makes you think about if they actually committed to him, what the potential of this offense was. Like Miles Sanders getting twenty four carries before he got hurt, one hundred and twenty yards. You're seeing a 
Dallas Goddard have his biggest fantasy game ever? His biggest game. He's never had, a, or I guess it was never over 100 yards receiving. Is the most receiving yards and two touchdowns and two touchdowns. Actually, it was his first multi-touchdown game too. So he just unlocked, and obviously it sucks with Devontae Smith, but you know that he'd eventually, you know, go off. You got to remember it was the Jets. You look really good. But just not having a rush first quarterback. I mean, yeah, it's, it's a different offense for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Washington football team beat the Raiders. Not that relevant again. Yeah, they're in the playoffs. They are in the though. playoffs. They're ahead of us, yeah. yeah. Um, we would like to see them lose. Not really, though. I'm okay missing the playoffs. I'll pick as high as you want. Absolutely. We can miss the playoffs. Yeah. If it gets the Don't fire sale going. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then uh, Steelers over Ravens, which was kind of that wild finish. Yeah, yeah that going for two um, at the oh end of gosh. a minute left in regu- or twenty six seconds left for regulation, going for two to take the lead and win. I just don't think that doing that is is worth the risk reward. He they had the right play. Sure, but <laughs> they lost the risk, and every loss is like so crucial in the it NFL, is. especially the AFC. That's to tight. do it on a coin flip like yeah. that at home, yeah. right? or was it at Pittsburgh? Um, it was at, I think it was at Ravens. I think it was at Baltimore. Yeah, I do too. And you're, if you're the home team, I think you, you kick the extra point kick with the, extra the point. greatest of all time kicker that you have. Right. Yeah. Not only that, but you're facing Ben Roethlisberger. Exactly. Like, he only scored 19 points this game. and One was just on the last possession when he hit Deontay for a big touchdown. But, like... Yeah. He's probably not going to go down the field with 26 seconds and beat you. No, absolutely. And he's not. probably not going to go down the field in overtime where like the pressure's on. Like you should kick that ball and you should. Get yeah, if, if, if they if they get the two point conversion, like everyone's like, "Wow, that was so gutsy!" But like that was really cool, and they they won, so it worked, and like everyone feels great. But then when you lose, everyone it's like, doesn't it's remember okay. how shitty like that is. Right. Yeah. Like you you didn't have to lose there. Right. You didn't have to. Yeah, so it sounds like I was kind of reading into that because I thought that was interesting too. And I guess John Harbaugh was saying uh, it was because they don't have any cornerbacks because, you know, Marlon Humphrey went down. He did. And so I guess he had absolutely no faith in his secondary <laughs> to, to hold back because like, Ben was rough the first half, but the second half he turned it on. Um, and I think that he literally didn't that, – that shows how little of faith he had in his secondary for that last drive to make that risky play, you know, but it's – it's interesting, yeah. It's a lack of faith in your defense that I feel like the locker room won't love. Yeah, totally. No, I agree, and that can cause problems. I think that they're, I think they're hurting on corners right now. Yeah, yeah. Um, talk about our league. Talk about who played, who did well this week. Um, let's let's get into our league and uh, go from there. Go from there. Cool. I mean, our. Regular season was basically locked up. Braden either needed to win or have both teams behind him lose yeah. to stay out of the loser's bracket. Both teams behind him and lost. all three teams lost. Three teams and lost. Braden I didn't even know that. So in. In. He's totally safe. Yeah, you are totally yes. safe. But despite Mitch trying to do everything he can yeah. to ruin it, Mitch, Mitch almost pushed him the ball and he didn't. One week too late to sabotage Braden there. Oh my I, you gosh. know what, Braden, I'm, I'm, I guess I'm happy for you, kind of. Um, but I, I really wanted to see you, oh. as the new member, take this on and lose <laughs> and beat by Mitch and just stop by them. Oh, that would have been the greatest. If he did that in the toilet bowl, like, before the Terrible two weeks here. Just into the final toilet bowl. It yeah. just smashes him. Yes. Passing in the torch. Yeah, no, that honestly, be that would have been a great storyline, but I'm very glad that that's not the case and I don't have to think about this league anymore. I still hope that, hurt. that Mitch just slaps the crap out of whoever's in the loser's bracket with him. Okay. Um, I have a question for the commissioner. So okay. See commissioner me. Um, league, listen up. This is an important question. Are we going to have keepers next year? Um, yeah. So even if we, we go to auction, would we still do a keeper? And what would yeah, they be worth? Of we'll have to figure out what they're worth. But. Yeah. Okay. We were ready to commit to auction this year. We had I had a plan in place and everything, but the vote stayed to straight snake draft. Yeah. So, but if we do switch to an auction draft, 
we've already got contingency plans for keepers, Garrett. So okay. Don't you worry. I was gonna ask that specifically because Braden, me, and you may just want to think about who our like maybe top five keepers would be. Yeah. And then like drop all like our no, we can't do that. And that's collusion. Damn. Can't drop. Well, why would you want to drop all? The I want to see players? who could like start like the shittiest lineup because it's just four straight weeks of me and versus oh. him. Like, who could start legitimate players and get the lowest score? Because it doesn't matter. Like, that would be crazy. We that would do be that fun. On the side. That would be fun. Um, that might yeah. That fuck with that's that's a fun playoff <laughs> challenge for the the people in fifth and sixth. That doesn't matter. It yeah. doesn't matter. Well, hey, we could write in our own lineup. Absolutely, pick yeah. your players. We, like, we, might, we might need to take a bet on who could do worse from like legitimate starters. Like they have to be top two in their depth chart. Yeah. Yeah, it'll or be what, just what like have, uh, yeah. doing like a daily fantasy where you pick your players, yeah, lock oh, it in. But the key is they have to get a stat. They have to get a stat. If they get no stats, no stats then you, you get like, like negative a hundred points. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You get like a hundred points. I'm saying if you want the low score. Oh sure, you, yeah, you get a hundred points. points. Yeah, for them not for, if they got a zero. So you really got to play someone that plays. You just see like a third string running back that you gets like get two carries for two yards per <laughs> game. You need some volume there. If you get no volume, that's a bad play. We'll, we'll look at this. Right. I'm in too. We'll see what we, see what we gotta do. You've got, a, you've got a league championship that you're trying to fight for. I'm here. facing Justin round one. I'm, I'll join you guys. <laughs> hey, I mean, you got um, you've had a lot of a lot of injuries, but you got if. These guys can come back. Some of these guys can come back. You're in a good If Kamara spot. and Chubb are good to go, Man. and DeAndre Hopkins, Keenan Allen, uh, Devonta Smith, and uh, Elijah Moore. Keenan Allen's probably going to miss this week. Okay, well, I still got three wide receivers, two running backs, and then I got Gronk. Dude, Gronk's coming back. Dude, Gronk's having a season, man. I got the Packers at home against the Bears. Yep. Great start. True. Um, and Mahomes, who is the biggest question mark. He's got uh, Huge five variance. of his last six games, 14 points or less. Oofed, but a 36 in the middle. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. He gave you that one. He keeps you starting. Yeah, he, he and and, and it, says, it says, this is just Matt Ryan, is what the tweet says. It's nah, like, nah, yeah, nah, that's nah, what he's playing like this year. Yeah. Not yeah. actually, but like fantasy-wise for sure. It's crazy. It's so weird to see because, especially first two years in the league, just how dominant he's been to see him just even be human like this is, is so odd. But you also got A.B. sitting there, which oh, obviously yeah. we got to talk about the news. Oh, no, I yeah. forgot about headlines. Yeah. But um, we uh, still, like, you know, week 16, week 17 – you know, as long as he doesn't get released or something, um, he's gonna be he's gonna be a beast. Yeah, he's no, gonna I th- I, well, he's gonna get his recent game suspension. So there's yes. two more games. Yeah, there's it's week sixteen and week seventeen. If but they're talking about releasing him <laughs> after, his, <laughs> after suspension. his suspension. I don't buy it, but <laughs> there's definitely a chance. I don't. I kind of feel like if they're on a Super Bowl run, like they're gonna yeah, they're gonna keep him absolutely. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, he's so good. But he's such when a he can- plays, he's a, he gets he's like... He's such a cancer, but he's so good. <laughs> he gets like 20 fantasy points yeah. every game. He's really good. He just, he's unbelievable. There's a reason that he was like a top five fantasy pick for like four years in a row. Yep. Just Dude, beast of a wide receiver. You, if we talked three years ago about A.B., I think he is a surefire Hall of Famer. He's the third best wide receiver and, and, of all and time. And he's a top five receiver of all time. Yeah, especially if he was keeping the path that he was on. Mm-hmm. But man, just complete fall off. Yeah, I mean, and he's like much worse than Everson Griffin. Yeah, his like, mental because this is like public is, all the time. He's just doing crazy, <laughs> usually terrible things. Yeah, yeah, all the time. He banks his vaccination card to just yeah. play. And keep in mind too, the only reason that came out is because his chef had a beef with him because it wasn't paying. <laughs> it wasn't paying his chef. Yeah, that wouldn't even come out if he wouldn't have said anything. But he knew that that he had the dirt on him. Yeah, he's. I mean, he's just gotten. Once too many hits the head. That's all I can think of. It's just he he lost it. Uh, he's he lost it. But man, his skills still. I mean, he unless he was always like that and he got hidden in, in Pittsburgh. <laughs> but it just it makes you think about if he was able to play all those last couple of years too. Yeah, he might like this. Can oh you imagine him with like a sane body? Oh my god. Maybe you need to be this crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
to be good. <laughs> it's, 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 like, it's, it's just like monster. <laughs> just like 11 out of 10 on the crazy scale. Yeah. That's what I heard Miss Gerald for sure. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, he's gonna like, the non public Larry Fitzgerald is an AB. It's fucking wild. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then uh, shows up in a suit and like nice threaded braided hair and it's just like super professional all the yep. time. The corners are afraid to cover him. They're like, he might bite my ear yeah. off. Like, it's. <laughs> my sister might Mike Tyson. <laughs> like. Oh my god. Wild. Um, we talked about the standings in our other dynasty. Uh, in our dynasty startup. Yeah, did you get that figured out? Yeah, I think they only got crazier. Oh boy. Um, so last week we had two teams at eight and four and six at seven and five. Mm-hmm. This week we've got five teams at eight and five and three teams at seven and six. And then one guy at six and seven could still technically get in. One guy at six and he can't. I looked at points. I, I looked at points too. If the outscore is Eli by 60. Oh, that's all it is? Yeah. Okay. So I play Eli, which is I'm an eight and five. Eli's a seven and six. Um, I think Justin. I don't think Justin plays Braden. Braden plays one of the eight and five guys. I think Uh-oh. Justin does too. So like this can like really flip <laughs> oh, Nobody even has a, a top seed. Right. The, the, the top two buys are open going into, into the, the last week. week. Oh my gosh! You can go to anyone for real. So it's gonna it'll, it'll be interesting here to to see what happens. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm. Well, I'm glad I'm at least I'm still in it here. It's crazy that it's seven, six, eight, and five. So is there four? Is it four? Right, you months? still might be able to get a a buy. Oh, am I? Okay. <laughs> you might be able to. How many? Um, it's, it's it's six playoff spots. <laughs> is it six? Okay, I'm so used to the four. I'm like, so, so, oh my so, gosh. So two of those guys that are seven and six or eight and five are not gonna make it. <laughs> okay, okay, makes sense. All right, well, good. <laughs> Yeah, your your destiny is your own in this league. <laughs> if you win, you're in. It doesn't matter who you are. Yeah. <laughs> they play favorites. Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty going to come down to an interesting finish. Um, well, let's talk about best ball next, and then we yes, can go back. Yes. And whatever. Okay. Okay. So best ball. I've still got those two small leagues. First place in one, second place in another. I think and we spent. Um, I think I spent fifteen bucks on it, and I'm bringing home seventy. Okay, like love that. Yeah, it's definitely worth it. Um, we fell to second place in that million dollar pot. Okay, but we have Josh Allen tonight. Hopefully, he doesn't throw a lot of picks. Yeah, or fumbles. Um, we're also in second place in a ten million dollar pot. That's big time. Wow. So that brings home thirty just for qualifying at second. I think you get fifty for qualifying at first, wow. and then you're in the playoffs where it resets. Yeah, right. So that's cool. We kind of have a chance. Well, we got eleven million and seventy-five dollars on the table. Eleven, eleven million seventy-five dollars. <laughs> Exactly. It's a big couple days for you guys. <laughs> yeah, so uh, big, big things might be happening next. We might be really celebrating next week. <laughs> yep. We won't know if we won the million, but if we qualify, if you qualify we're going to be pretty damn happy. Absolutely. Um, but yeah. So, kind of go back to this week, I guess. Do we have anything to talk about for this last week? I, I mean, we talked about most of the games. Let's and just talk about next week's matchups. Or sure. Where where. Matchups yeah. first. Matchups first. Do matchups first. Um, Raiders, Chiefs. Well, we talked about our game, obviously, Thursday night. So, Raiders, Chiefs is the next interesting game. Okay. New game. game. I think the Raiders could win. They probably won't. I mean, they just lost to Washington. Yeah, I think Washington is a tough football team. I think that one was at Oakland, wasn't it? I think it was at Washington. It was at Washington. Yeah. Okay. Well, then the Raiders are on the road again. Yeah. They've been picking it up. Washington football team for sure. Um, yeah, it kind of seems like a coin flip where I could see either team winning this. On it's divisional stuff. I, but guys, guys, Vegas has to have the line at like five and a half Chiefs. I, I, no, sure. I, I, would, I would pick the Chiefs on this, but I think the Raiders could give them a, right. give them a good game. I yeah, mean, I would definitely lead Chiefs 100%. The Chiefs, but. The Chiefs offense has just not been what it has been. It's weird, though, because apparently their defense has been picking it up. Their defense hasn't been picking it up. So they've, they've been helping them win games. I, they've been big. I've honestly been looking just to take a peek at the Chiefs' D for just any kind of potential matchup upcoming because they really have looked a lot better, in all honesty. 
Um, but I don't think I think they only one solid matchup the rest of the year. But still, there's someone to actually look at. The the line is seven and a half point favorites Chiefs. Oh yeah. So are you guys? Oh, well, the, the, you Chiefs take, did, the Chiefs did just crush the Raiders the last time they played, what, three weeks ago? Yeah, would you take the, the, the points and take the Raiders, or would you... I'd probably the take the points and go the Raiders, seven and a half. Yeah. I'd take the Raiders. you take the Raiders? Yeah, I mean, it, uh, that's tough. I'd probably still go for the Chiefs just because I do think that they're they're going to win, they're the better team, but I just see upset potential for sure. In Vegas, they did it right, you know, 50-50. Yep, there you go. <laughs> exactly how it should be. <laughs> um, Ravens, Browns. Browns have kind of been falling off. Yeah, but they ju- they're coming off a bye. They they're they're, they're getting bye. some players healthier, even though Conklin is out for the year. Ravens also coming off a, a, a loss you probably shouldn't have. Yeah, they're going to be angry. And yeah. they have, again, they have no secondary right now. Um, yeah, Marlon Humphrey out for season. Yeah, but yeah. If they get if they get Baker seeing ghosts, it doesn't matter. Right. If they yeah, do that. that's true. He can so, throw yeah. a good deep ball, but he also can get spooked. That's for sure. And Baltimore is actually good against the run, so it's going to be interesting to see Chubb and and Baker and how they kind of handle how did, that. How did Najee do against Ravens last week? Uh, he had like eleven points. Um, so I think it was mostly just yardage. He had seventy yards and. Six catches or something like that. So, sure. I mean, he, he had a fine game, but nothing like. Yeah, 21 for 71 and then 5 for 36. Yeah. 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 Just didn't have a touchdown. Right. Would have been a great week. 13.2, yeah. yeah. Um, Bills, Bucks is next week. Oh, okay. Wow. I think that's going to be a good matchup. It's at Bucks. Everyone's saying that. Weather. That's the potential Super Bowl it, it this year. Everyone's circled this game um, for the last I, couple of weeks. I, I don't think the Bills have kind of fallen off. A little bit since yeah. then. Yeah. Had some injuries. Tredavious White's out for the season. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I just, they're just not the best team in the AFC. So. Yeah, their defense is still really good. So I'm interested. It's gonna be there's gonna be a lot of people that are starting Bucks because you have to, and there's still that chance where it could just be you know a lot of short passes to Leonard Fournette and which Chris I mean Godwin and Chris Brock. Godwin. But uh, I, mean, I feel like someone's going to get disappointed, obviously. And that's how it is with those receivers because there's so many good ones. It's, it's probably a good thing for fantasy that it's in Tampa Bay. Definitely. Yeah, you're, not, you're not having to worry about what we have to worry about tonight. But. Right. Yeah. And so I think if that'll boost the offenses to, to make this closer to a shootout than, you know, right. a lower-scoring yeah. game. Makes sense. Um, Bears-Packers, Sunday night. I mean, it's rivalry, but Packers probably going to win that pretty well. Yeah, I um, I don't like the Packers at all, but I picked them up like two, three weeks ago for this one matchup in the playoffs at home against the Bears. Coming off a bye, yeah. they should stomp them like they thirty-one should. to three. Yeah, yeah, but you never know. Right, and what I'm really excited for here: Rams Cardinals Monday night. So we're going to be here. We're going to get to watch a really good matchup. We should try to start the pot early so we can watch that game. That would probably be a good one to watch. I'd be down. Um, Tuesday night listeners will be happy. That's a big big NFC NFC game right there. It is. If the Cardinals win, they've got a pretty clear path to the number one overall seed. Right. Um, Yeah. And healthy Kyler. Dude, they they sustained the Kyler and D-Hop waiting three weeks. Yeah, came back. They dominated. Won all three weeks? Or did they lose one? I think they might have dropped one. They, yeah, they, they. I think they only lost one week. Yeah, without them. Because Colt McCoy won a different week. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think, I think Colt McCoy won twice. No. No? <laughs> so there's a there's a couple backfields that we got to talk about between these last two games you were talking about. Because you got the Rams, you got the Sony Michelle, Daryl Henderson dynamic. Mm-hmm. The Cardinals, you have the James Conner with Chase Edmonds coming back dynamic. But that yep. could have changed. And the Packers, you have A.J. Dillon and Aaron Jones. There's a lot of interesting stuff there going is. on here. What yeah. do you, well, I mean, maybe let's start with the Packers just because okay. of like, the Sooner game. What do you guys think about that Aaron Jones, A.J. Dillon dynamic? It seems like they've been giving A.J. Dillon so many more carries. If you play off football, you give the ball to A.J. Dillon. Uh, yeah, no, I think yeah. that he's going to see more work. Yeah, I think Aaron yeah. Jones is still a really good back, but A.J. Dillon is... is, is Potentially Derrick Henry. He's built like yeah. a brick house. He, 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 he's <laughs> the guy that absolutely wears down the defense when these guys have to hit him 25 times a game. I don't yeah. think that he's better than Aaron Jones. I think that they're a, a better team if they kept Aaron Jones in on 80% of the snaps yeah. the next game. But A.J. Dillon has kind of earned that steady reputation and his ceiling is so high 
that they are going to mix them in because it's still yeah, is a working I, recipe. I think absolute split backfield would mm-hmm. be my guess rest of the regular season. I favor Dylan right for this matchup. I favor Dylan. Yeah, yeah. I think I, Dylan gives the touchdown potential. He's going to be in on those goal line carries. Although again, Aaron Jones is a really good goal line back. Incredible, like, goal one line. of the best. It's, it's so interesting because yeah, it's like how do you justify taking Aaron Jones out the field? But I totally get why they're doing it because it has to be so exhausting having this massive. I mean, they did quad all Williams, and I think Aaron Dillon's better. And have oh, this yeah. monster, monster like this quad monster, just like <laughs> people are bouncing off you, just trying to take him down. And he doesn't go down. Right? No, he's he's, he's, a, he's a good running back. Yeah. But so, can't wait to hate him. Yeah. <laughs> so he's probably a flex guy the rest of the way. Even I, I think you, you wait and see. Up. I think it could go back to AJ Dillon as a waiver option. Yeah. Like it could, it could. It absolutely. That's how good Aaron Jones is. He yeah. can make this guy obsolete. Yeah. Totally, I agree. Yeah, percent. Um, or take all the receiving work or whatever. Rams. Um, yeah. What about Rams? So that, that's the most interesting, in my opinion. Yeah. Because um, Sony has played well in the time that he's been given. He's been given a lot of volume and yeah. has had decent yards return. Yeah, and and had and played well in decent situa- situational. Situations, sure. situational situations. <laughs> wow, very well said. Very descriptive. <laughs> well, I wasn't sure what kind of situations it was going to be, but they were situational. <laughs> Got it. Um, at the same time, D- Daryl's been very reliable. Yep. But they, but they can both do the same thing. They're both somewhat similar backs. Yeah. Um, I think that they probably mix Sony in more than they have. And I don't think it's a ninety ten. I think it's an eighty twenty. Oh, so you still think it's going to be super high Daryl? Might be 75-25, but yeah, I think it's still going to be more Daryl. Uh, yeah, I am also that train. We saw with Elijah Mitchell for the 49ers this year, he was out for two games, immediately came back and got 90% of the carries. Yeah. Yep. I think the team always had Daryl at like a 75-80, and he's immediately going back to 80. Sure. Yeah, so I'm I'm kind of so I lean the same way, but the one thing that kind of had me wondering if I was on the right side was uh, McVeigh was kind of actually expressing frustration, saying how um, for him it's tough to have a consistent build a game plan around a back that is consistently injured. He was referring to Daryl, and so uh, that was very interesting feedback. So I don't, and it was what a, coach I, says that I know, right? But it, like he actually said that though. So but he doesn't like mean um, it maliciously. I yeah. don't think. And like the media is just going to kind of spin it. So that, yeah, they probably already did with that quote. Yeah, yeah probably right. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see, but I agree. I, they might rest him another week just to make sure he's he's healthy. Um, but I think it'll still be Daryl's. He'll be the lead dog. For sure. um, and then Cardinals. we got uh, Cardinals. Yeah, dude, James Conner has shown he is very capable of being this lead back. He will not get all the third down work, and Chase Chase Edmonds will come in and get carries. He's going to come in and he's going to get a lot of receiving work. So James Conner will lose some of that, but James Conner is your goal line back, and James Conner is going to help carry Chase Edmonds every week. Yeah, James Conner might be the best option of all six of these running backs. Fantasy wise, yeah. I don't. There's no reason why you bench James Conner right now. You cannot you sit him with what he's done, no. even though. Chase, uh, Edmonds. Chase Edmonds is coming back. But I mean, he's done it all year. He, he's gotten touched. Yeah. He's, he's got. He's played ten games. He has twelve touchdowns. Yeah, we were like, talking. This, this guy is delivering. Yeah, I remember we were talking early in the season. It was like, oh, James Conner is only getting like ten carries, but he's the RB like eight. And we were like, well, how is this possible? He's only high. I dropped him in a dynasty league. I dropped him after like week two or three because I was like, I don't need this guy who gets like seven or eight points every week just sitting on my bench. I want to add a high upside guy, and then even before Edmonds got hurt, like he was. Flexworthy, getting 14, 15 a game, and then boosted up to 20 a game. And yeah, so I just I made that trade mm-hmm. um, for, I did Daryl. Daryl for, for Connor, Connor and, and Edmonds. Since I, that week 11, Daryl buy. So it was yep. a buy, then a game, which I think he played well, and then a buy, and then he got hurt. He got hurt. So he didn't play his last game. Yeah. Whereas Connor's gotten 18.4 by 18.1. Yeah. Like, so like I that was exactly the trade I needed to do to get into the playoffs. Didn't, Didn't pan out, yeah. but dude, James Conner, I, I think he's the slam dunk start rest of the year. Yeah, 
it's it's crazy. It's it's just crazy seeing how all these backfields can be in flux just based on the time of season, just injuries, what's going on. It's just constantly. He didn't score a touchdown in his first two games, and since then, there's only been one game that he hasn't scored a touchdown. <laughs> but Chase Evans has been out for a long time. I get that. I get that. But good for him. I mean, people kind of left him for dead. They did. He, I mean, he was a great three-down back for the Steelers for a little bit. Is there a better, better guy, better story in the NFL? No, better story. No. And you got to love him. He's like Adam Thielen. I mean, yeah. very, very different. Yeah. Adam Thielen's an anti-vaxxer, and this guy's like a cancer survivor. <laughs> so, yeah. like, I, don't, I can't say they're the same. Um, but... <laughs> Uh, but no, I'm just like the kind of guy that you don't necessarily expect to come in and succeed, and he does. Like yeah. He only gets, he kind of keeps proving you wrong. Yeah, and he, he was good for a while, and then he had started just becoming this injury-prone, you know, he didn't look good in Pittsburgh last year or two. Everyone thought, honestly, that he was kind of washed out, like he was yeah. going to get injured out of the league, and so great story, and he's obviously shown he's he's healthy, and he's, he's grinding. Yep. Garrett, if you would have beat me last week, was it? Or like, it's just, it still wouldn't matter because I lost to Keaton, who had a huge week. When did you lose to Keaton? This week. This week? Oh. I wouldn't have made it in. So, yeah, Keaton put up 130. Yeah, but didn't you? I only got 110. Oh, okay. So yeah. I, I would have lost. I would have lost on that, and mm-hmm. I would have been, like, just pissed about that, too. So and it was better going the way that it did because I wasn't going to get it either way. Right. That's fair. Might as well be done two weeks ago. And I mean, I lost this week, so if you, you would have put it. You also didn't start a flex, and you would have if you needed to win. If I needed to win, I would have started another player to right. potentially get six oh, yeah, I noticed that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, 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 my, my roster, I can't. Right. There's no one worth dropping for you when you know you're already in the playoffs. It wasn't probably even worth what I did drop to pick up Brita before this game. I, oh. I dropped Jacecki, who's like a number six through eight tight end sure. this year. Oh, yeah, yeah. But you've got Gronk. But I got Gronk. Right. A um, few interesting Week 14 buys. Playoff buys in our league. Yes. This is such a late buy. It's week such a late 14 buy. 14 on a 17-week, 18 week season. How can you do that to any team? <laughs> right? You make them play 13 straight weeks to start off the year. Other teams have a buy starting at 6. Yeah. But then another, like, seven, eight more weeks yeah, after crazy. that. But um, Colts, Dolphins... Eagles, Patriots. It's a lot of fancy players. Four teams. Jalen Hurts, Miles Gaskin, Damian Harris, Miles Sanders, Ramondre Stevenson, Jonathan Taylor. Wow. Michael Pittman, Devonta Smith, Jalen Waddle. Oh, no. Gusecki, Goddard, Nick Folk. What are we going to do without Nick Folk? (laughs) (laughs) It's been money all year for the Patriots. Can you imagine having to determine whether or not you're going to drop Nick Folk this close to the playoffs? Right. Uh, You can't drop Nick Folk. But can you? (laughs) Oh you gosh. probably got it. You but, probably got yeah. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's crazy to advise this this late. Like people have fantasy playoffs around this time of year, or you have Jonathan Taylor and he's carried you this whole season. And what if he like were the one to like lose it for you because he's on by on your last week? Yeah. Oh, oh, you mean oh one of the reasons I traded him after week three this year just to avoid Zach? That was still the worst 14? trade of all time. <laughs> yeah. Jonathan Taylor is a clear-cut number one. One of the best running back seasons we've seen in a while. Yep. Absolutely dominating. Yeah, well, at That's, least I got Thielen. That one's <laughs> got to be so painful. But it's like... Yeah, so actually, crazy. you kind of got McCaffrey. I did. So you, you kind of traded McCaffrey for Jonathan Taylor, which I would have been really proud of at that point in time. Yeah. Yeah, however, however, you made the right move. At the however, end of the right, at the end of the day, uh, no. <laughs> you still made the wrong move. <laughs> made up for it. Day, <laughs> made up for it. It still wouldn't have worked out because McCaffrey got hurt. But Yeah. Uh, you at least made a good succession move six weeks later. But um, it's so funny, though, because we he made the trade, and at the time we were kind of like, oh, I don't know. And then right from the day he made that trade, the first game we were watching on Monday Night Football, he was just, beast, just rest of the year. blowing up. And yeah. like right before that, he still was having... Like, right when you trade him was right at his lowest low. Like, right when he was mm-hmm. just really struggling. It's usually a good were, time to trade a, yeah. Yeah, a high running back <laughs> talent. Just, this is how it went. Is he's the number one player. But fantasy. the thing is, like, the guys like a Miles Gaskin every year, or, or Josh Jacobs, who, um, you know, they start out with three bad weeks, and then they never really get to an elite level where you drafted them, and then you're like, oh, this guy's getting eight points a week. Right. Like... 
is that worth rostering starting every week as maybe my second or third running back option? Yeah, and no, still I'm, underperforming. And then you were probably wondering about Hines too. That was the big thing that made a huge difference. Yeah, um, I think the only indicator you had with Taylor that he could still come back from where he was at the beginning was that strong end of last season. That was the only thing that kind of was like, you know, hold on. But, yeah, I mean, he was not doing well to start it off. I get it. See, and my job is done here because I have now convinced you two that it was a good trade. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> oh, Zach did it again. Yeah. <laughs> um, quickly, wa- waivers this week? Yeah, sure. Why not? We got, we um, there's, there's a few guys out there. Not really. Taysom depending on this finger injury. But, like, Taysom's a fantasy quarterback, man. He's that Blake Bortles kind of guy. He's going to he's gonna play terrible, but he's going to give you a good week. Yeah, because he just runs for, like, 80-plus yards <laughs> and, and a, a touchdown. touchdown. So there's 14 points. <laughs> yeah, all all you got to do is get four more passing, and <laughs> you're going to be fine. Yeah, and, I mean, he put up 250 passing yards and a, a two passing touchdowns, no rushing touchdowns. Three I mean, picks. I he mean, he threw four picks. Four picks. Still put up 20 points. Yeah. <laughs> nuts. Still 100 yards rushing, so that helps. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I mean, I think they, and they play the Jets, so mm-hmm. I mean, great start next week if he's if, healthy, if he's, if he's playing. Um, I think that's all I really had for, uh, for quarterbacks. quarterbacks. Um, I mean, Zach Wilson put up a big game, dude. <laughs> no one's starting Zach Wilson for <laughs> the season's on the line. <laughs> Huge Zach Wilson guy over here. Get you watch. I'm gonna start Zach Wilson in a random league yeah. this week, and he's just gonna go off. Give that negative two. <laughs> Say, this is how you win playoff championships right here. You start Zach Wilson. Zach, you started Ben Roethlisberger. This I week. did. I started Ben Roethlisberger in a league I care a lot about, and he and Deontay Johnson won my matchup for me. Ben Roethlisberger. Big brain. That's some cojones right there, Zach. I like it. Um, it was a good play. Guys, Ben also, Roethlisberger's playing Minnesota's D next week. Oh, no. Oh, you got to start him. <laughs> must start. I mean, the thing is, our cornerbacks are so bad. I'm not joking. It's I'm so not joking. Yeah, I can't. And, and it's because wide receivers are so good that, like, every single time Ben throws it, at least someone will be open. I don't know that Chase Claypool's good. I don't. I mean, he's fine. I think he's having a sophomore slump. It might be um, mentally a little checked out based on how Ben's been playing and, and all that. But, no, I've been hearing similar things where there's been even just mental things where he's not high-pointing a ball. I think he's, he's Juju all over again. Yeah, I mean, I think that he's kind of like a niche like jump ball wide receiver. He is. He, he's, a, he's a big guy who's not the fastest guy. He's not slow. Right. He's not like he's not a tight end, which people thought he might have been coming out of the draft. Mm-hmm. But he's a wide receiver. He's a good wide receiver. But he, he's big and he's not like the the, the defense kind of knows how to cover him because right. he, he kind of runs one style of. He's got good hands. Yeah, I think he. You know, he's one of those guys where it might take. He needs a court, the quarterback that can feed him the ball the right way, and also he needs to develop. He's, he's definitely still rough. He's what, rough. in my head, Mike Evans is, but Mike Evans is way better than what I think he is in my head. If you needed to get into the playoffs in your fantasy league and Chase Claypool was on waiver wire, would you add him and start him as your flex? No. I would not either because to me it's not just a it's a it's a broader problem with Ben the offense what Ben's even capable of doing at this point in his career and his playing style it just does not mesh. Um, but we got to talk about Deontay Johnson, dude, because this man is the wide receiver nine in P- half PPR yeah. with a tor- terrible quarterback, awful quarterback, and a honestly just a tough team in general, and the guy has never. Uh, gone below nine. His lowest game is nine point two points on the season. That's, I mean, that's the, such the a guy you want. That's exactly what you want. Like, it's fun to have Dude, like a Tyree Killer, Tyler Lockett, he's Eric Decker in those Denver years. Mm-hmm. He get like twelve touchdowns. He's like Adam Thielen now. Yeah, it's absolutely. Like, but except way more targets. Way more targets. Way more consistent. But he's not a deep ball guy. No, he's he's like a, a like a Jarvis Landry in his peak sort of guy. He's, right. He's just sure hands. He's getting like 13 targets a game, which is nuts. <laughs> um, wild thing here, Derrick Henry, 
still t- uh, running back six on the season. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. What? Um, James Conner, running back seven. Cordero Patterson, running back eight. And he's missed time, too. And he's missed time, too. Oh, my Leonard gosh. Leonard Fournette's top four. <laughs> Lenny, man, just huge season. Yeah, oh, shocking. It's just wild. League-winning type season. It is a, it's such an odd year. Debo's got five rushing and five receiving touchdowns. Eckler's yeah. got seven receiving touchdowns. Dang. I didn't know it was that many. Seven. Yeah, he's got he's got five rushing, seven receiving. What a beast. I'm really interested to see, like, I don't know if there's a way to look at pre-draft rankings and seeing the variability and how it compares to each year, but I'm, I want to see because it seems like there's so much more... It was so much less accurate this season going into it. It seems for some reason it just seems like an extra weird year. But another one I got to throw out that I heard about. And I'm going to give a shout out to the fantasy footballers on this one because I heard it on there. But uh, Jimmy Graham is at a tight end. Our competing, yeah, our top competitor. <laughs> Jimmy Graham is the tight end, I believe, eight or something like that. And in uh, and. Yeah, he's just... No, that's not true. <laughs> he's the oh, tight no, he was the tight end eight. Sorry, 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 sorry. The tight end eight this week. This week. The tight end eight scoring this week. <laughs> just out of nowhere. Jimmy Graham. Best tight end. Tight end eight. No, he's the tight end eight this week scoring. I know, I just scoring. overdone tight ends. I'm like, I didn't even see him. <laughs> <laughs> he's Jimmy Graham. He's been Season. You gotta go to bench two to make sure you see him. <laughs> he's, he's a sneaky season. No, tight end scoring this week, tight end eight, and he had one reception for one yard and one <laughs> touchdown. <laughs> he's the tight end. And a two-point What a legend. That's a perfect game. That's a low-volume tight end. <laughs> Love that. Man. Man, that dude... He used to be like a first round pick in fantasy football he when was, we were young. He was he was better than Kelsey is right now. Yeah, I mean, um, yeah, him and Antonio Gates and and, and Tony Gronk. Gonzalez and Gronk. Gronk was unreal. Gronk was probably like the most consistent high drafted tight end, but yeah. before Gronk, it was Jimmy Graham. No, it was Gronk. It was the same time. <laughs> I don't think Jimmy was ever number one because of Gronk. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, he had 16 touchdowns one season with the Saints. That's insane. 16 dude. touchdowns as a tight end in a 16 game NFL season. He, he was an absolute beast. And they wanted to pay him like a tight end. Yeah. <laughs> and his career just fell off. Yeah, I went to Seattle and just. I mean, he, had, he, had, he had okay years, but he was never anything close to what he was. Yeah. That was crazy. Nobody knows how to use him the same way. No. Him and Breeze just had it. Yeah, 100%. It's kind of like Brady and Gronk, though. Not like yeah. Gronk's gone anywhere, but, dude, Brady and Gronk just have it. <laughs> they like, have it. Like, yeah. They're the most two most opposite guys you're ever going to meet, but they're just, like, besties. Oh, like, just, dude, I'm just... I they, want, they get each other. I want Gronk <laughs> to score 20 points per game the rest of the year. I, I win the fantasy championship. I, dude, if he Gronk won might. you the fantasy... I'd be so happy for you. I love Gronk. Yeah. He might. Um... We gotta bring. We gotta talk about Kittle this week. We never talked Dude, about Kittle. Massive week. Insane. Mm-hmm. Like how many tight ends can put up 170, 181 yards, <laughs> two touchdowns? Just a wild week. Number one overall scorer. Yeah. This week. It's so good to see him back and actually, you know, working it. It's, it'll be interesting. <laughs> tight end number one overall scorer of the week. That's yeah. Insane. Wow. All right. Last question before we all go. If you've got one tight end for the rest of the year, are you taking Kelsey, Kittle, or Gronk to, oh. to winning your championships? Kelsey. Really? Um, I'm I'm obviously a little biased right now because they just helped me win a week, but uh, I would almost lean a little bit Kittle only because... Um, are we all going to say different answers? <laughs> yeah, are we just going to say Gronk? <laughs> well, they have a pretty good... Uh, schedule the rest of the way and the only thing with Gronk I would almost say Gronk too but it, no it's tough because Kelsey is just he's doing great he's high floor not as much of a ceiling as we're used to but um Gronk the thing with Gronk is that there's so many receiving options in the in that, that you can have those kind of bust games but it's pretty I mean you can you're feeling fine if you have any of these guys guys I like I want to say Gronk because <laughs> It makes us all pick a different answer. Zach, just open up uh, Travis Kelsey's stat line. Garrett, <laughs> I'm picking Gronk. Open up Gronk's stat line, okay? Can, can we? Can we read? Let's this, compare this every week, rest of the year. Yes, absolutely. I think we need to. 
Gronk is getting 13.7 per game. Yes, that's good. It's a better per game basis than Kittle or than uh, Kelsey. Yeah, best in the league. Yeah. All right. So that we got, we all got our own guys. All right. We'll track it the rest of the season. Can't wait to see how it goes. Okay, I want to know what you were going to say before you switched it. He was going to say Gronk. Okay. Okay. I'm team Gronk <laughs> okay, all the okay, way, okay, all okay. the way. Never doubted him. <laughs> I'm, I'm actually much more surprised we got a Kittle than that we got a Gronk. Wow. Yeah. I would have, I would have put Gronk before Kittle. I would have maybe put Kittle before. Uh, Kelsey. You just put Gronk in no, or Kelsey? <laughs> or Kelsey? No, you don't put. Why am I put Kelsey at number three? Wow. I. The I think the only reason so Kelsey is very high floor. Like you're not gonna. Have, He's not gonna lose you. A you're week. not gonna lose you a week. Well, he might drunk, but Kittle might. Kittle just show that he might. can win you a week. Uh, I think that's the big thing that that helps. And man, anything over fifteen from a tight end wins you a week. You'll <laughs> <laughs> take that's a ten points over your. Opponent. I mean, maybe fifteen. <laughs> might be 15. <laughs> Again, if you're any of these owners, you're very happy with your tight end situation. This is splitting hairs, but um, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see when Debo comes back too, because but they've been using him like a running back, so I don't. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. All right, there. final final question: Are there any stakes on this tight end pick? Why are, not? Are we gonna make some some physical? All right, let's do a hundred dollars. Whoa! <laughs> I feel still pretty good. I'm feeling good about Kittle, man. I feel, I feel the safest for Kittle. Oh, I'd rather do two hundred. Two fifty. Let's get it on record. What Rip are we doing? Sour, uh, the sour candy corn again. Dude, <laughs> what are those things called? Uh, the Charlie Bright Crown. No, 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 no. The sour strips from Target. Sour oh. strips from Target. Yeah, that's that's what this. How podcast about the winner? The podcast is all to this moment. Just talking about sour strips. <laughs> sour strips. Please sponsor us. We'll do anything for you. We know you're listening. <laughs> all right. Well, so, what, any, is there any repercussions? Any, I'm trying to think. Any follow up to this. Um, <laughs> how about uh, the two losers buy the next batch of sour candy for the three? <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> you no, know, we'll think of something. You got yeah, something. We'll, but before yeah. next game, we'll think of something. Okay. Yeah, we'll we'll there have you. Go. Yeah, we'll let, we'll, the we'll, we'll let the fans decide. Let the fans decide. Let the fans decide. There we go. The first thing next time, we'll, you tell we'll, us we'll, what, you what are the stakes. Just text any of us. Uh, reach out on uh, Twitter. We like to engage with our fans. Anyway, and we're going to come back with your guys' top results. And that's what we're going to do. So give back to us. (laughs) No matter what it is. (laughs) We're going to leave this in the hands of Tanner and (laughs) (laughs) Shuskin. Come on, Sue, be nice. (laughs) Swirlies. (laughs) Oh, man. Prayers up to Sue. Yep. <laughs> All right. And on that, I guess, uh, later, dudes. <laughs> <laughs>